Hi, I'm Carly D. Tillery, and welcome to The Chair Chronicles. I'm your life coach and your favorite auntie. You know, that aunt that is so not afraid to tell you the truth and help you see things just a little clearer, and you love her advice. Well, as a certified life coach with over two decades of experience, I'm very passionate about helping you find your happiness. So pull up a chair and let's have a talk. Welcome to another episode of The Chair Chronicles Real Talk. I am your life coach and your favorite auntie, Carla D. Tillery. So today, I'm really excited because on a previous episode, we talked about how you define success. So if you didn't check out that podcast, please go check it out because that is a crucial sort of build on to where we're headed today. So whether you're watching on TV, listening on your iPad or your iPhone, or you're sitting down with other family and friends listening to this, I want you all to grab pen and paper because you're going to need it on this podcast. If not, then go back and pull it up again when you have an opportunity to sit down and jot down some notes. So this is going to be key today because now that we have learned how to define and interpret what success means to us as an individual, what it means to you, what you now need to know is how do you live it successfully? How do you live your life successfully, right? So we've defined what success means. Now we need to actually learn how to live that successful life. That's a lot. How do you live a successful life? Whew, okay. So what we want to really dive into is something that I heard about uh, probably about 10 years ago. And I didn't even really comprehend it at the time. It really needed to settle and digest. And so I hope you can pick it up quickly, but if not, it's okay for you to sit in this conversation and to let it digest so that you can really grab hold to it. So in the business environment, because many of my followers, as you know, um, my background is in engineering. I'm part owner of an engineering and planning firm, and we develop business strategic plans. Uh, We get the whole company involved, all staff, are a part of really defining the future of the company and how we get there. So we were working with this consultant who came in and he talked with all of the executives and we sat down in the conference room and he asked each one of us, did we have a personal strategic plan? What? (laughs) A personal strategic plan. Now, I know that we were preparing for a business strategic plan, but he wanted to know what my personal strategic plan was because guess what? We can have career goals and ambitions and we can have personal goals and ambitions. And if we're not looking at them holistically, they can conflict. And so we can be doing things to promote our career and advancement without even understanding what does the picture look like for me personally? Because guess what? There's not but so much time allotted to you in a day. 
Okay, yeah, there's 24 hours in a day, but you need the rest, right? You need to eat. You need to hopefully you have a desire to spend time with family and friends and doing some other things outside of whatever your career is. And so if we're not careful, we can be achieving so much in our career that we we forget about what's happening with us personally or vice versa. We could be so concerned with what's happening personally that it takes away from the opportunity for us to build our career or what other areas you want to talk about. So it's important that we have a place where all of our goals are in alignment with each other in all of the different areas of our life so that they don't conflict. So we've got some work to do. So when I heard that term personal strategic plan, I, I let it digest, but this thing has been in me and on me to develop for myself. And so I just want to share this with you because it was a great aha moment for me. And I hope that it is something that you gravitate to, something that you really consider and think about so that you can ensure that everything that you have planned for yourself, planned for your family, planned for your life, aligns up together in a seamless fashion so that you can live a successful life. Now, who doesn't want to live a successful life? And remember, I love providing a definition and developing a definition of success that is independent of things, possessions, fame, like those things that media sort of puts out there. That's what success is. I really want you to make sure that you have a healthy definition of what success is. All right. So here we go. We've got some work to do. So a personal strategic plan is really almost the same thing. Outline elements to the plan is the same as if you're if you're familiar with the business strategic plans. Okay, and so we're going to go through every single one of those elements. And I'm also going to give you an example uh, so that you'll have something to sort of think about and see how you can start to develop one for your own personal life. Okay, so the first thing I want you to understand is that a personal strategic plan is a planning tool. It really is a key element, I believe, to creating and living a successful life. It's like a roadmap. It's like a navigation system. It's like a compass. It helps give you direction for where you want to go. But you got to know where you want to go. So the first thing is that you have to have a vision for your life. A vision. You can have you can write down a vision statement and it should be aspirational. It should be inspirational. It should be something that you get excited about and that really represents where you want to be in your future. So what is your vision statement? That's the first thing. You got to define where you're going. You got to find who you want to be. What does that person look like when that person uh, shows up in the world? What do you want that person to be? Who do you want to be when you show up five years, 10 years, 20 years from now? All right. So you've got to define a vision statement. 
And again, I'm going to give you an example, but let me give you all the elements first. The second one is what is your purpose statement? And we've talked about that on other episodes as well to help you understand how to develop your purpose. How do you define it? What does it look like? What's the reason for your existence? And again, the purpose should be something that is is personal to you, unique to who you are, to your characteristics, your skills, and your gifts, but yet it's something bigger than you and it serves a greater need beyond you. So what is your purpose? So the strategic plan, your personal strategic plan will have your vision, what you look like, who you will be, who you are becoming in the next 5, 10, 20 years. And then what is your purpose? Why are you here? What's the meaning of your existence? Mm, That's so good. (laughs) What is the meaning of your existence? Okay. And the third element is, what are your values? What do you value? Because some people value money, nothing wrong with that. That could absolutely be one of your values because it may be something that you need in the next five years to accomplish and fulfill your purpose, right? Uh, Others, it could be uh, a healthy lifestyle. It could be obtaining peace or having healthy relationships. Whatever your values are, I want you to list down at least the top three to five values. So in your personal plan, you've got your vision, you've got your purpose, and the third element is establishing what your values are. What's your value system? It could be honesty too. So it could be a lot of different things. So I want you to think about what your values are. Number four, the fourth element in your plan will be what are your focus areas? Your focus areas. All right. So your focus areas could be, I'm going to give you a list of examples. It could be work. It could be your business. It could be your personal finances. Perhaps it's your family or your health. It could be something like um, recreation. Maybe you want more adventure in your life. Maybe you want to explore some different hobbies or other interests. It could be about friendship and relationships or traveling. Yeah, I guess that would be a part of adventures, right? Maybe. Uh, What about your social life? That could be a focus area. Because some people really want to make sure that they have a great circle. Some people struggle with finding the right people to be in their circle. Some people have too many people in their circle. Mm-hmm. That's something that we need to talk about, right? Because sometimes you might need to explore making sure you don't have toxic relationships in your circle. Uh, another focus area could be like something in the community, something spiritual, or perhaps it's like public service. So there could be a number of focus areas And I would encourage you, I think the biggest mistake that we make is we try to do too much, too soon, too quickly, too often. And we don't really create the right balance to actually be able to achieve whatever it is that we have a desire to achieve. So we gotta be careful. So I want you to think about three focus areas, no more than three, no more than three. Because you can always revisit your plan, update it, and modify it in the next two, three years. So I want you to 
think about, okay, so our vision kind of looks out at least 10, 20 years. But when you're developing your focus areas, they're gonna be narrowed to a shorter time period, all right? So let's say this personal strategic plan is for like the next three or five years, right? We don't wanna go too far out. So you can develop three focus areas that really enable you to move towards your vision, right? Using at least focusing on three or three to five, okay? I don't want you to have too many because the biggest mistake I said, like I said earlier, is that we take on too much. And having like six or seven things you wanna get done, mm, that's a challenge because there's not but so much time in a day. There's not gonna be so much energy you have, so much of your um, ability to really be disciplined to get all of those things achieved. And I think the biggest thing that when I'm talking with my clients and friends is we're trying to do too, too much without recognizing that there are seasons in our life. Okay, I digress for a minute just to talk about this. I've gotta talk about seasons. So if you think about the four seasons uh, that we typically experience, right? Summer, fall, winter, and spring. We experience different things in each season. Even when you look at the environment, there are certainly cycles of life. And there are certain things that you do in certain seasons because that's the climate for it, that's the ambiance for it, is it everything that you need in that particular season complements whatever it is that you're trying to do. So let's take an example. Um, let's take uh, like either creating like uh, flowers or taking care of your lawn. There are certain things that you do in preparation for your grass to be green and for your flowers to bloom. A lot of that happens during the spring, right? You start planting the bulbs so that by the time, you know, the, when it gets warm, they're ready to break through the ground and they bud. You don't, you don't plant flowers in the winter time because that climate is not conducive for growth. All right. There's certain things that we do in warmer months, right? The summer is huge for swimming outdoors. Are you going to swim outdoors when it's winter and there's snow outside? You don't typically see people hanging out at the beach in the wintertime, swimming and surfing because the weather in that climate, in that season is not conducive for that. So think about that for your life. There are certain times where you'll be able to do certain things. And if you miss the season, sometimes you have to wait till it comes back again. Mm. You will not be able to do everything at the same time. So you have to think about what seasons of your life can I do certain things? Can I plant certain things? Can I plunge into certain things? because you might be balancing that with other things that are going on in your life. And so I'll give one quick example. When I started my career, I also started my family. So I knew that there was gonna be a fine balance between trying to keep my career progressing, but yet having the time necessary to nurture my young children at that time. 
So there wasn't but so much that I could do professionally in terms of some of the extra things that I do now because I didn't have that kind of time allotted to me. So I recognize that there were certain seasons that I would be able to give more to my career, uh, certain seasons that I would be able to give more to my family because of the particular needs that each one of those focus areas had. So seasons, I, I see it all the time where there are some parents that are trying to really do a lot for themselves personally and feel the tug and they feel the pull when they're trying to take care of their children. Maybe their children have special needs or maybe there's a particular area that their child needs help in. And it's like they feel conflicted because they're trying to do, you know, 150% in all things. And sometimes we have to recognize that just because it's delayed, doesn't mean it's not gonna happen. It might be delayed, but it doesn't mean it can't happen. Perhaps it'll happen in a different season. Does that make sense? Sometimes there are things that we wanna get accomplished, but we have to recognize the season in which we can get that thing accomplished. And just because it can't happen this fall, doesn't mean that it won't happen the next fall. All right? So take that in. Let that digest and understand that there are seasons in our life and it's okay to make sure you identify what you can get done in one season versus another season of your life. Because what we can do in our 20s, sometimes we can't do that in our 50s. And what can get done in our 30s? Sometimes we need the maturity in our 30s because we couldn't get that thing done right in our 20s because we weren't at the level of maturity to be able to handle it. So think about seasons in life so that you do not overburden yourself with trying to get everything done at the same time. All right? So three to five focus areas. All right? And the last thing is... Then you're gonna develop your objectives and SMART goals. And I know a lot of people in the business environment understand what SMART goals are, right? Every strategic plan identifies what you wanna achieve and then the steps to get there. That roadmap, again, that navigation system is that compass that gives us the direction of how to get where we want to go. So SMART, being specific, making sure the goals are measurable, that means that you can, you can actually see how you're gonna get there and have a way to measure, grade that. So we wanna make sure that we are understanding what SMART means, all right? So specific, measurable, A, achievable, R, realistic, <laughs> and T, that it has some type of time component set to it. Because if you never establish what you want to do by when. Sometimes we'll just let it sit right there and it never gets accomplished. Cause we haven't given ourselves some guidance, right? For accountability. So SMART, all right? SMART goals are specific. We want them to be measurable. We want them to be achievable, realistic, and have a time component to it, all right? So let me give you an example of a personal strategic plan and we're gonna walk through that very quickly. Okay, 
So this individual, let's just say the purpose of this individual is to inspire and guide others to live a healthy life. That's what they feel that they're called to do. They have an extraordinary gifts and skills of making sure that people can live a healthy life. Right, that's their purpose. All right, but their vision again, this is long term, right? Is to live a long, healthy, and fulfilling life and to have the financial freedom to pursue their passions. All right, so their vision is for them to live a long, healthy life and to have the financial freedom to pursue their passions, but their purpose is to inspire and guide others in living a healthy life. All right, so this person is all about health. So let's see, the values are uh, quality relations, financial security, and health. So those are like the values that they feel very connected to, that they incorporated into their life, to their being, how they interact with people. They're focused on quality relations, financial security, and their health. So their focus areas are family and community, health, fitness, and adventure, and passion projects. All right. So this person's goals are, so we, we went through the first four elements, right? We talked about their vision, their purpose, their values, and their focus areas. All right. So now uh, we're going to take the focus areas and actually create those objectives uh, and smart actions. Their first goal and objectives is to strengthen their bond with their husband and friends. So the specific actions to accomplish that goal of strengthening their relationship with their husband is to go on two days a week and to check in once a day. And they also want to make sure that they're developing good relationships and friends. So uh, this again, this goes towards the focus area of family and community. They also wanted to invite a couple over uh, for a meal twice a month. So they're going to entertain with the couple twice a month. So that were uh, that was three actions, right? Or three objectives for the goal of strengthening the bond with their husband and friends. All right. So that's one example they had. Another goal and objective the goal is to maintain good physical fitness so again remember this person was very uh passionate about health and fitness you could tell from their vision statement you could tell from their purpose and they have a focus area on maintaining good physical fitness because i will say this if you're focused on health you should be probably a really good person that has good physical fitness and good healthy habits right so they wanna maintain a good physical fitness. In order to do that, this person identify eliminating foods with sugar. All right, and there's some others, but I just wanna kinda of give you some examples of how a personal strategic plan can be laid out. And then the third one, which goes with the focus area of passion projects, is write a book. And in writing the book, they also had a second objective to earn $500 a month. So perhaps from the sales of the book. So what we can see in this is that there's some great goals here that align with the purpose and their vision. 
They talk about relationships improving, they talk about their physical fitness improving, and they talk about passion projects such as writing a book and earning some of that money. Because again, one of the things they say then in their vision was to have financial freedom to pursue their passions. All right, so this is really a great outline, right, of their purpose and vision, core values, their goals and objectives. The one thing I will say though, is that to make sure that these things align, you have to put a time frame on. So I, I, I can't not overemphasize how important that is because in order for this person to develop their relationships, right, with their husband and their friends, they're going to need time to do that. So they're gonna need time to go out on the date. So they're gonna have some evenings or perhaps some weekends that they're setting aside to do that. They're going to be inviting couples over, right? And anytime you invite people over, unless you're doing potluck, you expect them to serve the food and have the entertainment. There's a cost associated with that. So you you gotta be mindful of the fact that you might be taking more resources to achieve one goal when you're trying to receive more resources to do some other things. Because this person also identified writing a book and earning some income. Now to write a book takes some time. So you've gotta evaluate where is the season for writing this book? Because if you're spending more time with your husband, spending more time with your friends, that might take away from some time that you might have and want to a lot to writing a book. So you gotta make sure that you're setting these actions of your objectives to meet these goals in time periods that make sense. It's gotta be realistic and it needs to be achievable. You might not be able to have all of this focus and energy on building these relationships and still balancing writing a book and then you're getting cranky because you you ain't eating no sugar. <laughs> Listen, you know, people start to get a little cranky when they don't have sugar. And so you've got all these different things you're trying to balance. So maybe you don't start pulling back from the sugars and you find other ways to still develop your fitness, right, while you're writing the book. Listen, it could, it could go either way. You've got to find that right balance. The point is don't take on too much. Make sure that is realistic and achievable and understand that there are seasons in your life and it is okay to say, you know what? I'm going to do the writing of the book in year two and not in year one. Year one, I wanna hit it hard with building uh, a stronger relationship with my in my marriage and my friendships because I really wanna have that circle. I really wanna have that place to go to. And in order to do that, I need to make sure those relationships are strong. And it's okay. Because if you're going out all the time and you're eating, you also gotta make sure you're mindful of your dietary needs. If you're trying to be more fit and, and then you're trying to stay away from sugars, will that, will that hinder you if you're doing a lot of eating out? Or if you have a lot of people coming over eating, will you have to have certain dishes that are just for you? So you gotta think about those things because they absolutely can be a hindrance if you're not careful. So you wanna make sure that what you're planning in your life, the way to live your life successfully is to make sure you have that roadmap so that you're intentional of where you are and where you wanna be. 
where you are and where you want to be. You've got to be intentional. Those focus areas are key so that you can be focused, so that you can bring accountability, so that you can bring some intentionality. And make sure that it's realistic and achievable. Don't overdo it. It's okay to step things out. There's a time and a season for everything. A time and a season for everything. We don't have to plant grass in the wintertime and watch it die out. The ground is hard. It's hard to keep it nourished. It's hard to get that sunlight because the days are shorter. Listen, don't try to achieve something in a season where the environment is not even conducive for it to happen. Don't try to accomplish something during a season where the environment is not even conducive for you to achieve it. So be mindful of trying to achieve things in the right season. You might not be able to buy a house and have a car at the same time. Maybe you just focus on buying the house and then getting the car later. It might be difficult for you to try to do that special project and build your career at the same time. You know, you've got to find that rhythm of how you can balance all of that out, plus do some of the other things that you have that you wanna get done, all right? So develop a personal strategic plan. It's your roadmap, it's your compass, it's your navigation system to helping you live a successful life. That defines your success. Understanding your vision, your purpose, your core values, your focus areas, and then creating those objectives and those goals that are smart. It's so funny because a lot of times, right, we'll ask a question to our friends when, and, and they might not know the answer and they'll go, don't you have a smartphone? Can't you just ask Siri <laughs> or ask, ask Alexa? <laughs> So we have these smartphones, these smart devices, and sometimes we don't use them. So listen, I want you to I want to encourage you to use your smart goals. Don't shy away from it. Use smart goals. Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and they have to have that time component. All right? So, I hope that you take this, digest it. I hope that you develop your own personal strategic plan. If you want any assistance in developing that, please reach out to me at carladtillery at gmail.com or you can visit my website as your life coach and your favorite auntie. I want the best for you. I absolutely want you to live your best life, live your successful life, understanding who you are, knowing your vision and understanding your purpose to live a successful life. We got this. We can do it. We can do it together. I so appreciate you staying tuned and staying connected with me throughout the start of the Chair Chronicles podcast. Thank you so much. Don't forget to like, 
Don't forget to share this video, share it with your family and friends, share it with your network so that we all can push forward to living a successful life. Until the next time on The Chair Chronicles with your favorite auntie, take care, stay tuned, and stay connected.